Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I would feel disrespected, too, if I had front office coaches and things of that nature telling me something and then doing something different. Uh, one of the things that I said yesterday on NFL Live is there's a couple things in Baker Mayfield, as far as I'm concerned, he being disrespected because they told him one thing and clearly they did something different. But at the same time, I think Baker needs to understand if it's about Deshaun Watson, he's a better quarterback. So naturally, they want to upgrade the position. That is Keyshawn Johnson again. Keyshawn, Max, Jay Williams in the morning, 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 690. We join you from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. each and every day on ESPN 690. Right after that, it's Action Sports Jacks OT with Casey Kurtz. Brian Middleton leads right into the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. We need some wins for the shrimp, Casey. Right, what's going on here? Yeah, the boys need to pick up a couple. Uh, hasn't been a great start. No, not a good start at all. Uh, remember, though, the Icemen didn't get off to a good start to the year, and they turned it around and were the top team in the league for a while, clinched third place last night. P- grow your playoff beard. Okay, <laughs> Austin says it's done. Yeah, Casey's done. like, it's done. Hey, Ben Sue Wayne. Weber says it's done. Ben Wayne for you guys. Let's go. Brent Martin, no, not sure I'm doing that. Can you grow one? Can you? Can you grow yeah. one? Hey, I don't, can you grow one? I never have got let it can get past a little scruffy. So you can't. So I don't know. No, I really just don't know. What would it take for us to find out? Yeah, why not? Like, I understand just, your other job is important and whatever, yeah, but, but like, Stuart, Stuart has Stuart's one too. Exactly. And, no, and, and I think he looks great with it. And this is me saying sorry, Stuart, for a couple of days ago when I said you were very cheap when you went to the, the don't store. Say sorry. It's true. Okay, well, well I, if, you think the beard is, if you think the beard looks good and that's true, well, no, that was the fact that Stuart's cheap. Okay. No, I think the beard does look great. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Yeah, I like the beard as well. Yeah. Sure. Do, you, do you think Stewart's inexpensive? No, okay. <laughs> well, no, I will tell you this one time, there's only one time that Stewart's ever, like, we've been in a situation where money's involved. Yeah. Uh, when he filled in for you that night, on Friday night, when you went and saw Zach Brown. Yeah. Uh, he texted me and said, do you want anything from the gas station? And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, yeah, give me a drink. He's like, already gone. I was like, oh, okay. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll buy a drink from now on. Oh, no, again. dude. I'm, yeah, he'll do that. And I have no reason to talk. Because it's under 99, it's under a dollar. Dude, look, yeah. at, look at my shoes. I mean, like, I, I refuse to buy a new pair of shoes. So I'm not with, man. Like, we're, we're going to start our own club one day. That's all right. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you are what you are. Absolutely. Embrace who you are. Say it. Be proud of it. <laughs> um, or or uh, as Zach Miller would say, you can't be buried with it. When I asked him how much those ostrich shoes, or those ostrich <laughs> boots, well, you, and yeah. that is true, too. I'm like, Zach, how much are those ostrich boots? Hey, you can't be buried with it, man. I can't spend. But you, know, you can't be buried with the boots, so. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Weber's and Olivia Tassley are on their way uh, to Gainesville for the uh, Orange and Blue spring game. Uh, spring game. <laughs> okay. in quotes, yeah. but it's really the um, debut for Billy Napier, the new head coach of the Florida Gators. So we'll hear from Stewart in the 5 o'clock hour. He'll jump in and talk uh, how cheap he is, how good the beard looks, and also Gator football. Nice. Uh, a little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. He's probably driving off the road listening to this somewhere in Stark right now. I love you, Stewart. <laughs> but anyway, um, real quick thought. Baker Mayfield, if you advised him, would you tell him to stop talking? Yeah, but I mean, it's just that's who he is, though. I know it's not know? helping him. Like, no. Like I said this when he well, when everything uh, happened right yeah, yeah, back yeah. there in March. Yeah. I was like, the one of the problems with Mayfield is I'm not sure he. There's nobody like from a sentiment standpoint, kind of pulling for him, saying, "Oh, I hope he comes to my team." Instead, it will be, uh, 
all right, we got Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and some players, you're like, you still can get excited about somebody, even if you think they're not sure if they're great. Yeah. And I think Baker, we're not sure if he's great, good, very, whatever it is. But I think some of the stuff that he says and some of the perception of him, again, I don't know Baker Mayfield at all, but I'm just saying the perception, I think it hurts him in the eyes of going to whatever club he he next goes to. No, I mean, it, it definitely hurts him a lot because there's there's a quarterback double standard in the NFL. You know, I mean, we all praise Marshawn Lynch when he would say, the, you know, no comment or yeah, yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, and I would assume that the media in Seattle didn't take too kindly to that. But me personally and in my circle, we celebrated Marshawn Lynch because we thought he was the coolest dude ever when he was doing that. You know, with Baker Mayfield, the guy who speaks his mind, and, and I, I kind of chuckled today a little bit when he said, you know, I, I wish I could go to some people's offices and boo them and see how they were. I mean, that's, yeah. that's awesome. To me, that's funny, right? And if a wide receiver says that, if a running back says that, we celebrate it. But since he's a quarterback, since he's got to be the general, since he has to be the most important player in all professional sports, well, he can't say that. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. But that is the way that it is. So, yeah, if I'm his agent, I'm definitely going to tell him, dude, you got to keep a low profile here because we're trying to get you another gig and you're not doing yourself any favors by being outspoken and outlandish right now in media. Uh, I would if I was his agent or marketing person, actually. I'd play the, I'd flip this around, mm-hmm. and I would go do one of those sports center commercials, where I'm like booing those guys at. Like their this is sports center. Yeah, nah, that, that's great. I you like that. I, mean? I like that. So like I would, I would try to capitalize on it in a different way, present a little humor with it. Sure. Still be out there and flip it that way. Yeah. And and by the way, like I don't think this is like crazy damaging. I'm no, just saying no, no. these little things add up to be like. If I was a Carolina fan, if I'm a Seattle fan, am I, like, geeked up that Baker Mayfield might come my way? And I'd be yeah. like, no, nah, not really. Not just because of the – and I, I actually don't think he's a bad quarterback. Like, yeah. I, I think he's shown some good things. I think he toughed it out last year. And he might not be wrong in his disrespect and all the other stuff. But it's like, guys, they don't – people don't say that stuff. Like, especially, like you said, in your CEO position, you got to bite your tongue sometimes and take the high road. Casey, you know what I would do if I was uh, Baker Mayfield's agent? What you got? I'm taking him to the Joe Burrow school swag. You got to. And, and I'm going to get him I'm gonna get him dialed in. You know what I'm saying? Start wearing these glasses, right? Start wearing this turtleneck and everything. And, yeah, sure, you can have fun, but have fun in the right capacity. Have a cigar in your mouth at a press conference. Who cares? But when you lose or you get let go, you got to keep your mouth shut until further notice. Uh, shock your mock time. And, I mean, could this be a shocking development? Uh, that we had to, or you had to, go in the office and get permission. Oh, no, permission. We're, all, we're all good, man. We're good? Yeah, we're cool. good. Yeah, I, I got the green light I always do. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Well, let's go. We in the shocker mock, Casey? Let's get into it. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined, mortified and stupefied. So you're trying to play GM and you started a mock. So I go to my boy Money Martin, I'll be puffing in the truck. We sell the mother. Gonna suck your mock. 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 All right. So before we get started today on a very special edition of Shock Your Mock, I got to put it out there to the syndicate. All right. I put out a request 
I said, you know, the tank's getting a little empty. We need some more mock drafts to break down. And what did you guys do? You guys filled up the tank, and then you got me a six-gallon tank on the back of my car and said, you know what, if you run out of gas, we got your back, Austin. And that's what we did. We got about 30 uh, mock drafts right now that have gone unshocked, unverified, uh, that I'm not sure what we're going to do. So I think I'm going to get it to as many as possible. Once again, there's a queue, okay? Respect the queue. Mind the queue. I don't know how many times I got to say it. And number two, you don't get any do-overs, right? It's one and done. Okay, there are, there are no mulligans and shock your mock. So if you already did it, if you already posted one, I'm doing the, the, the soonest one that I saw. And then we move on with our lives amicably, yeah. which is a real word. Amicably. Amicably. And Q. Amicably. All in the and same Q. minute. That is very well, good. Well, because I used to drive Uber, and we, we always had the Uber Q. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that was a great word. That one was easy. It's a really underrated word. Hard to spell, though, man. Hard. Yeah, Q-U-E-U-E, I think. Oh, yeah. Citywide spelling bee champ. So, if you start wondering where to send... you got second. Second, yeah. Nobody's really got to verify that, though. Well, too bad. Too late. Casey did. So, to those asking out there, because we see it in the chat, you know, we have to address the chat now. You guys are wondering, where do you send your shock mock too. go ahead and send it to you know my twitter handle i'll get to it i'm i'm foreseeing because we have so many in the queue right now that maybe the last day we have a shock your mock spectacular Ooh. and we just go rapid fire Ooh, just like ah, get to the chopper you know what i'm saying like just non-stop rambo <laughs> stop that wasn't rambo that was commando sorry <laughs> sorry that was sly stallone that wasn't um oh uh, schwarzenegger uh, yeah 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 schwarzenegger arnold, thank you very arnold. much arnold yeah yeah <laughs> So, so get to the chopper, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and let's do a rapid fire. So just because maybe you're back in the queue doesn't mean you won't get seen. We'll make sure everybody gets seen here on Shock Your Mock. So with that being said, let's go to today's Shock Your Mock. And this dude came out. Uh, his name is Cade84. Not sure if he was born in 84. Not sure if he was a former high school receiver. Uh, maybe played in college. Who knows? But he's a... Well, it says Heat and Knowles, so I assume he's a Miami Heat fan and a Florida State fan. Yeah, baby. Well, you got ESPN 690, your home for Florida State football and basketball. Okay, good you said that because I was about to say something else, and it wasn't going to be good for us because the the Heat are a great team. Knowles got some catching up to do, but but, but they they can do it. By the way, I left it in there on purpose that his location is open across the middle. (laughs) I like that. Oh, so he's a wide receiver. Or a tight end. Yeah, Yeah, or a tight end as well. It could be a tight end. Uh, Could be a tight end as well. All right, cool. So let's get into it. Uh, Shock your mock. We got... First pick overall, right? No trades, not getting fancy. Uh-huh. Just a whole, just a good, wholesome, family-oriented shock your mock. Number one, Aiden Hutchinson, right? We talked about it a lot on this show. It seems to be the overall consensus if people are picking number one. Um, say pick, right? Could give you 10-plus sacks his rookie year. Uh, could be paired well with Josh Allen. Yeah, there's maybe a little question of how much he can drop back into coverage. But let's be honest, it's a 3-4 defense. You're asking your, your outside linebacker to maybe drop back oh, I don't know, 8 to 10% of the time. That doesn't scare me. You're bringing him here to rush the passer. He can do that. I think in terms of technique, can clean it up a little bit. He's more of an effort guy, but it's all good. No worries. Uh, I'm not mad at that pick at number one. We are working, by the way, on an iBlack sponsorship, if Aiden Hutchison. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we've been over that, too. The the yeah. whole God of War eye black thing, Doug Peterson shutting that down real quick. Pick number 33. We're going to Georgia. A lot of Georgia Bulldogs been going, but hey, when you win a national championship, you, you have that privilege to be on Shock Your Mock a lot. And when we talk about Georgia Bulldogs, we are talking about the one and only Quay Walker. Pick number 33, linebacker, Georgia. Ward number seven in college. Now, keep in mind, I love my defensive linemen to wear single-digit numbers. You got a middle linebacker rocking a single-digit number. Mmm. 
the biggest chef's kiss ever. Looks good, swagging. I like it a lot. Check this out. If Nicole Dean was built like Charmander, then Walker's the final form and he's Charizard, right? Because Nicole Dean, six foot, a little undersized. Quay Walker coming at a, at a gentleman, six four, with th- uh, 32 and five ace arms and 240 pounds, ran a four five two. The instincts are there. Um, scouts seem to love this guy. Of course, it's the only question when we talk about the Georgia linebackers. How good can they be not playing with that, you know, up front where they have the best defensive tackles in all of college football next to Wisconsin? And my, and my answer is this. The dude's got instincts. The dude's got speed. He's big. He comes in right away. I think it makes a difference. I'm not mad at pick number 33. You're, it's a draft need alert, Casey. The last time I heard, I think linebackers a draft need alert. I'm not mad at Quay Walker. By the way, uh, I think Casey approved of your uh, your reference there during that rant. That's good. Um, Who's that? I oh, had no idea what you were talking about. Charmander, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, tell me I'm wrong, though. No, no you're spot on. Hey, real quick, who's the one in the middle? Charmander, Choi's, or, you know, it's like Choi's something. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. He doesn't. Bok Choi. Yeah, who cares about that, dude? He sucked. Yeah, yeah, literally, you just wanted to evolve it into the next one. So yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I got Charmander, and then guess what? We're going to Charizard right away. Right. Because, yeah, you know, Charmander Forget was small. the one in the middle. And, yeah, you know, he's cute. You can relate to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then, the, the, the one in the middle is like when you're in high school, you're kind of awkward. You're afraid, yeah. you're afraid to ask out the girl in prom because, you, you know, you got acne and glasses. I, that wasn't me. It might have been me. All right, let's go on, man. Uh, pick number six. That was me. Uh, th- there was no amount of Nagzima that could help me out. But in pick number 65, shout out to Nagzima, by the way. Cut the check. Uh, pick number 65, we're going to Ed Ingram, uh, offensive guard, LSU. 6'4", 320. Get that button ready, Casey. Scouts say that he lacks the desired girth through his thighs and his calves. Oh, girth. Get the button. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. (laughs) Jump the gun. Hey, can we start canceling these scouts? Lex desired girth through thighs and calves? He's 320 pounds. Where is it then? (laughs) Do you mean to tell me that his calves and his thighs aren't adequate when he weighs 320 pounds and he's 6'4"? Where, where is it then? He's like the guy in the gym that's what like, is it? he's just like ripped up top and then he's got like little uh, pencil I guess legs, so. I, guess. I mean, maybe, no he, maybe he missed leg day. Um, you know, the, the guy ran a 40-yard dash doesn't really matter though he's an offensive lineman, so who really cares? Uh, scouts also said that, and here we go with this word again, he is tardy in his adjustments. Tardy again. Tardy again. Tardy's, Tardy's the, a buzzword tardy, this week. Tardy is the gritty right now of old people scouts trying to, uh, you know, have adjectives describe a player. Um, this guy is all over the place in terms of good and bad film. There's been some great film on him, and then this past year there's been some very bad film on him. He's got questionable power. Um, it's said that he's going to be a late day two or an early day three. So with all that being said, at pick 65, this is one that I probably can't co-sign on. And by the way, it was Charmeleon. That's who we got there. That's why we have a Thanks, feed. Thanks, MM Masters, Charmeleon. Yeah, but the long story YouTube short. coming up big today. No, for, for sure, for sure. But um, if, we're, if we're talking about number 65, Ed Ingram, he's He's a Snorlax, right? Big, but he's a Snorlax. He's an offensive. He's an offensive guard. He look just up plays Snorlax, Brent. Yeah, go and look up You'll Snorlax. He's big. Information. He's big, and in the video game, wasn't bad. No. But overall, yeah. I mean, is he dependable? You know, uh, when his best Snorlax. move in Pokemon was just to lay on people. He's he like, not people, great, dude. Hey, he had to slap, yep. and then he had to lay on people. That was a heck of a snore, by the way. Sleep apnea at its best. Oh, I can do it, man. Well, you see the septum I'm rocking with here? You know, I, you know, I got a good snore in me. All right, so pick number seventy. Let's go to Alabama now, right? Let's go to John Mechie the third. All right, so Trevor Lawrence, you need a wide receiver, and I understand that. Brent, we need weapons, and we understand that. Doug Peterson wants to be reloaded, call him John Wick. Bang, bang, bang. Okay, we all understand that. But you got John Metchie right now who's coming off of a torn ACL. Yes, it's a Trent Balky blue light special. Hit the button, please. 
One has to wonder, though, if the Jaguars do draft him, where does he fit, right? Because you look at his size, you look at his, his best, you know, his routes ran, you'd probably put him in the slot. If you have a guy in Christian Kirk here, I mean, do you put Kirk on the outside? Do you put Metchie on the outside? And is Metchie play right away? A lot of question marks with that pick at number 70. So in my opinion, yeah, I mean, if he can come and be what he was in college, absolutely. But where do you put him? Yeah. So it's hard to foresee. I also say this because I for, for, think we forget about a guy like LaVisca Chenault. So if you draft the guy like Metchie, does that even bounce him out to trade him or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're not sure if he's in favor or not right now in Jacksonville, but – to add another guy that can play the slot. I mean, hey, slot no. can be a dangerous place to be, but how many do you need? Oh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, he can play on the outside as well. Yeah, but where's he but, best But once fit? again, you know, I think his best fit could be on the slot. All right, let's go to pick 106. We're going to Florida. Florida. Uh, so we got some Georgia Bulldogs. We got some Florida games. SEC. Everyone's getting along. It you just know means more, baby. Oh, it just means more. LSU, Alabama. Okay, this isn't a Gene Smith draft, that's for sure. Let's go to Zachary Carter. Pick 106, sure. defensive Colorado tackle in Florida, Murray State. Uh, defensive tackle, Florida. Pick 106 here, Zachary Carter. Um, once again, Zachary Carter, single-digit big man alert. Like it a lot, man. A lot of swag. Um, 6'4", 285, ran a 4.99. Said five flat, not kick rocks. 4.9, right? Because you don't say 4.99. You just say a 4.9. So he ran a 4.9. A little concerning in the bench press. I know we don't put a lot on the bench press, but for being 6'4", 285, to only bench press it 19 times. Is he really getting in the weight room a lot, guys? I don't know about that. Can he throw bales of hay? His vertical was 27.5. And then when it turns out that his number was number six, and you know why it was number six? Because he wore an honor of Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler didn't really work out here in Jacksonville. Dante Fowler is known more for throwing groceries at a lake than he was actually sacking the quarterback. So there's a lot not to like about this pick, but this guy is super versatile. Don't let the numbers fool you in terms of his athleticism. He can play in a 3-4 or a 4-3, 4-3 big end or a 3-4 big end. Um, And despite what he ran, despite everything, he is pretty athletic. Uh, Scout said that he has wide, girthy hips. Oh, so, so, so I, I guess in a he, positive way. So when you got wide, girthy hips, you just call him the Kool Aid Man. You know, he's got those big, <laughs> he's got those big Kool Aid Man hips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, are, are there bigger hips than the Kool Aid Man? Nah, I think yeah, not. Yeah, he's got little good. legs. Little he, legs. He got those girthy hips, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, so the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah, coming to Jacksonville. Uh, Zachary Carter, pick 106. By the way, that sound like remind the last two minutes reminded me of being at like the dentist when you get like suctioned out there. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, the, and then the last pick on this first uh, slide here, uh, pick 157, Yusuf Corker. Now, you know how I feel about names, right? We, we, we've been over the whole George Pickens thing. When you bring Yusuf Corker to the table, sounds like a Croatian adult film star. Casey, hit the adult film star music, please. <laughs> How you doing? I'm I'm Yusuf Corker. I'm here to fix the cable. Oh, Yusuf, I thought you'd never come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what seems to be wrong with the cable? Oh, okay. I'm 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 Jimmy in the switches. You know what I'm saying? And scene. I don't know who he is. He's from Kentucky. He's a safety. Enough said. Don't want him on the team. Sounds like a Croatian adult film star. And we are done. Next slide, please. <laughs> If you sound like a creation adult film star, you don't get to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars and Doug Peterson. Okay? I'm putting out there right now. So, George Pickens, you sound old, and you sound like you don't play wide receiver, and Yusuf Corker, which cannot even be a real name, 
You don't get to play for the Jaguars because you sound like a Croatian. I was going to say a different country, but they're going through a lot right now. So I'm saying Croatian adult film star. Okay? We good? We on? Okay. Pick 180. Let's go to Hassan Haskins. Now I'm trying to think of other names in Jags history that could have sounded like adult film stars. Hey, nothing like Yusuf Corker. (laughs) Nothing like Yusuf Corker. I mean, maybe uh, Ashton Yabuti, right? Wasn't that Yabuti? Yeah. Wasn't you guys are laughing like I'm crazy? This is Ashton your booty. Okay. So why are you laughing at me like I'm crazy? No, you're right. Because you're right. Okay. Well, don't act like I'm not telling facts here. All right. Hey, quick, get a little we more do, We have a question that how did we get to the Seinfeld music being the adult film star? Okay. So long story short, I, I wasn't to put it bluntly. I wasn't gonna type in. Adult film music on the work computer. Yeah, good idea. Because then sure. Will's going to have come a little chit-chat with me saying, hey, we can't look up, a, and it wasn't my leg. Like, yeah. New Boston like this week, too. Exactly. That would not have been a good start. Casey, hit it one more time. Oh, shoot. Hit the, hit the music one more time. <laughs> that, that's, that could be in a movie. Tell me it can't be in a movie. Uh, I mean, or it could be on the most popular show of all no, time. No, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, listen. I don't want to go too down the, the rabbit hole here, but I'm just saying if you got a, a groovy bass line yeah. in the 1970s, yeah, Yusuf yeah. Corker. I'm just saying, Yusuf Corker. I'm just saying, okay, we're good, we're good. I know that's a Seinfeld beat, but I'm just saying. That can be associated with something else as well. Okay, so pick 180. We're back on track, everybody. Sorry about that. Hassan Haskins, uh, Michigan, right? This guy was all uh, first-team Big Ten, which is very impressive because he was competing with a bunch of Wisconsin Badger running backs. You know how the Badgers love their running backs. First-team all Big Ten. Think of this guy as another James Robinson type, though. Um, He's unproven as a receiver. 6'1", 220, didn't run the 40-yard dash of the combine, but it's all good. I got my sources in Ann Arbor coming to me. Ran a 4.74. At his pro day. Mm. Not sure if that was a 42 yard dash, <laughs> but a 474. And I, I get terrible. it. I get it. Snow in Ann Arbor. I, I mean, it might have been in the snow. <laughs> yes. Might have been in Gale Force winds. It wasn't downhill like they do at other universities. I'm not going to say four, <laughs> Penn State. Yeah, 474. I yeah. mean, we got like 300 pound offensive linemen running faster than that. I'm just saying he ran a 474. Take the. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so take it how you want. All right, let's get in the next one here. Kellen Deesh. 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 It's funny. Deesh. Back home in Wisconsin, we used to have a thing. We used to say Deesh, Deesh, Deesh. Like something good happened. Yeah. You go Deesh, Deesh. So like, for instance, say, hey, let's go to the gas station and skip me some dooskies. Mountain Dew. Hey, did you give me a dooski? Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Deesh, Deesh, Deesh. Deesh, so, Deesh, Deesh. So we say Deesh, Deesh, Deesh three so times. So we do that from like the Bullies House of Cards instead of bang, bang, bang. Deesh, oh, Deesh, no, Deesh. Man. I mean, I he could, he could, he yeah. could. But nevertheless, Kellen Deesh, 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 six, seven, three hundred pounds, four, eight, nine, way faster than Hassan Hankins was. Um, comparison actually is Charlie Heck, who yeah. we, we had, who has some uh, Jacksonville ties. Yes, he does. Yeah, his dad Coach was Heck's uh, son, correct, who was drafted Kansas City, I think. There you go. Maybe Kansas City. Coach Heck works in Kansas City. Correct. Now. Yes, yes. So maybe that's why I'm tired of it. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you doing your, your shock, your mock research. Um, he's athletic, but he's got to put more weight on and have a better anchor. That's what scouts are saying. I mean, it's Six, amazing seven, if you're an offensive lineman and you're 300 pounds and you got to put more weight on. Well, it's but like, to be fair, 6'7 <laughs> is pretty tall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's pretty, he's hey, probably pretty lean. Ben Barch, give him a call. Yeah, there we go, man. Enough said. Get on those smoothie uh, regimen. Uh, Cade York, next pick here. 
But pick at least one, his name's not Dicker. Yeah, so pick 197, Cade, oh. your kicker, LSU, uh, 6'1", 198. He bench pressed 225 12 times at the combine. Why did he do it? You really got to question the <laughs> IQ of a guy like Cade York coming to your team if you're bench pressing your kicker at the combine. Why? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why? No, seriously, why? I don't know. Okay, anyways, I, I guess he, he lives in the weight room. Who cares? You're a kicker. Um, but that's all he did. Didn't run the 40-yard dash. Didn't, you know, do the shuttle because, once again, he's a kicker. Uh, he was 21 of the 27 last year. His longest was 52 yards. Uh, and his longest ever at LSU was 57 yards. I mean, I think that there's a button. I don't know. You got any buttons for, like, long field I think goals? that was to beat Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, you got Yay! any... <laughs> That's me. I think that was to beat Florida, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, was, he was 95% in extra points last year and 100% and the, 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 the previous two years. So, um, guys, Do pretty you think consistent. Cade picked Cade just because of Cade? That's oh, that's his a name. good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you give him some kickers 11, the guy's consistent. I guess he's a he's a baller. I mean, he kicked 57 yards. Hey, by the way, if we draft Corker and Dicker, what a moment. <sighs> Man, we'll have to play the music just all show. Oh, they, I mean, instead of like you know the Jaguars come out to some like I don't know whatever they come out to DMX, it's gonna be <laughs> Seinfeld. Just bow, 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 you know what I'm saying the whole time. All right, we got two. Uh, we got three more picks here. Uh, we got J- Jamari Saylor, offensive guard, Georgia, going back to the Bulldog pen again. Uh, Jamari Saylor. Get the button ready. Said he's got a broad chest with bulbous thighs and long arms. We've had uh, him before. Bulbous. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. Okay. Can Yeah, we get it. He's big. He's just... Say he's big. I know. Don't, say he's don't, don't use the word bulbous. Because if you use the word bulbous, bulbous, then we start talking about cable and the Seinfeld music again, where someone's going to change the, the cable. You know what I'm saying? Brent, you probably don't know what I'm saying. But you get what I'm going at here. Don't use the word bulbous anymore. It's weird. It's creepy. Be younger. Get the olds out. All right, next pick. Uh-oh. <clears throat> what did I say? What did I say if this guy ever popped up on Shock Your Mock again? Now you're gonna, I'm yeah, going to have to crack a joke. You. Now, I've already pushed the limits hard enough today, but I'm just saying, and by the way, Derek Deese Jr., San Jose State, more of a run blocker than he is uh, a receiver. You've like but, memorized his scouting I mean, report. you got it down by now. But I will say this, without the risk of getting in too much trouble, I feel like Derek Deese Jr., if he comes to Jacksonville, he should probably start his own brand of, I would say, almonds or cashews, <laughs> and, and and he should have a, a name for those almonds or, or cashews. Sunflower seeds. Or su- no, you can't. Not, you can't get enough. You can't do sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, in, for his name, he yeah, should yes. probably start selling almonds about, like, or pistachios. walnuts. But pistachio is not a nut, though. Yes, it is. Is it? Is it? Is it like a legume or something? <laughs> no, no, what? what? What is a pistachio? A special, a pistachio a nut. nut. It's a nut. Yeah, it's Are a you shell and everything. Positive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then, yeah. My favorite kind of nut. All right. Okay. Then he can sell pistachios as well. That's all I'm going to say about it. At this establishment. Yeah. And by the way. How about macadamia? He can sell a lot. Macadamia, almonds, pistachios. (laughs) Peanut. Walnuts. Yeah. Peanut as well. Peanuts. Yeah. Anything else? Jags nuts. Okay, well, you get the point. He, he can sell those, right? right. So he's a good branding opportunity. It's all I'm going to say about him. Okay. His name is what again? Derek Deese. Junior. <laughs> Derek Dees Junior. And last pick, 235. Here's a fun fact. Didn't know he actually uh, played. Yeah. Uh, he had a brother. Uh, He's got two. Uh, uh, yeah. Alua Kanle Badukasi uh, yeah. is a linebacker, brother of Foye. Or, yes. Yeah. Foye Fadakasi. Foye Fadakasi. Foloranzu. Yeah. Foloranzu. Fadakasi. So that's his brother. Plays linebacker at Rutgers. 
Uh, by the way, uh, both his brothers are, um, they were teammates at Rutgers. Patakasi, who now is with the Jacks. Yeah. Who played for UConn. And yep. Of course, now signed on with the Jags. A big deal. So, um, also something else of the Wikipedia page of Alakanli Fatakasi. Mm-hmm. He has his own T-shirt company called O3. Hmm. So you go a little advertising wow. at the NFL. So now, we're, now we're now we're plugging like like, like he didn't get enough in the, the NILs. Now we're plugging his stuff. I, I don't know if he got anything in the NFL. He played for Rutgers. No, the NILs. I, I, oh yeah, he, he got something. He got something. <laughs> he got something. So, that's yeah. cool. A little tie in there. Yeah. So how did Cade do? Uh, I think what? I forgot where we. Um, he, he did okay. You're shocking the mock of Cade eighty four. Well, no, because someone's saying that according to Google, pistachios are actually seeds. So. That's not true. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bow, bow. I don't think that's true. <laughs> ba-dum, 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 bow, bow. <laughs> Try to have a joke. Try to have a little bit. You guys had to ruin it because you had to say pistachios, yeah. but it's all good. According to my Google, pistachio is a nut. It's all good, man. I think we had our fun, and that's been Shock Your Mock. Thanks for K84. Whether you're a tight end or a wide receiver, you're probably on the bench with that Shock Your Mock. So thank you. Pistachio, by the way, is a member of the Cashew family. Okay. Small so tree is it a, from Central is it a what is a what legume? Is a, legume? a legume is like a walnut or something. I don't know. Look it up, man. How do you even spell that? L-E-G-U-M-E. Legume. Oh, that was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. You guys you guys got to start culturing yourselves a little more. Yeah, yeah we don't, you know I what don't have time for that. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be a little more sophisticated. Games. It's always sports. A guys. leguminous plant, especially when grown as a crop. There you go. A seed, pod, or other edible part of a oh, leguminous plant oh, used oh, I'm as sorry. food. I'm sorry. So then would a pistachio be a legume before you guys kind of blew me off? No. Pistachios if, someone, if someone is saying a pistachio is a seed, then a, a seed is a legume. A pistachio would be a legume as well. Yeah, I'm just telling you, I don't believe you two. I think they're wrong. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing the gritty today. I'm doing the gritty because I called gosh. it. I called it. A pistachio is a legume. Right now, security's being called because, like, everybody below hey, us is, call, what's going on? Call, call security on <laughs> yourself because a pistachio is a legume. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. That was a lot of fun. I get so annoyed at basketball. Like, I get so annoyed. You said I get it, Max. I don't get it. I, I, all this stuff about pitch count and championships, it sounds like blah, 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 blah to me. You know what attracts young people to sports? Life-changing moments. We have over 220,000 MLB games, and there's been 23 perfect games in the history of the damn sport. You're telling me you can't pivot, and you're going to try to use excuses that sound like, well, we're here to win a championship, and well, it was a say. lockout, and, you know, I, I came into the game with the plan, and 575, and we didn't want to go over it. It's a perfect game. Hey. This sport needs this kind of stuff so we can talk about it. Relax. Yeah, I, I, Relax. listen, I was swearing like crazy at the Dodgers yesterday for mostly selfish reasons. You want to see that, right? It's only been done 23 times. You'd love to see the perfect game. Mm-hmm. But easy, Jay Williams, Keyshawn Johnson, okay. if Max Kellerman was a part of that. Relax. You, you, have, you can tell you don't know that part of baseball where, you know, building up and ramping up and coming off injury and long season. It's the longest season there is, yeah. right? And so it's totally different in that respect then they can relate to, I think, in their respective sports. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I fully agree. I, I get what Kershaw was saying, too. You see, he was okay with it. What's, what's yeah. interesting, 
I think what's really interesting is that a lot of the old pitchers are like, what the hell? What do you mean you're okay with this? Yeah. Why'd you come out? I saw like uh, Fergie Jenkins and who else did I see? Uh, I think, I, well, I shouldn't say just old pitchers because I think Reggie Jackson. Yep. So I think a lot of the old school guys that played the game, well, listen, the game is certainly different now. In turn, I mean, there used to be guys that would throw complete game after complete game after complete game. That sure. doesn't happen anymore. Uh, if guys throw five innings, it's like, holy cow, that guy went the distance. My issue with the whole perfect game and Clayton Kershaw, like, yeah, I get it. It's trending to say, well, I can't believe, you know, that they would take him out. It's bad for the game of baseball and all this stuff. And I think from a diehard baseball fan's perspective, sure, it could be. But to sit here and say, I can't believe it, it, it would be so huge for the game. Oh, would it really? Who's the last person to throw a perfect game? And go. Um, I think it was kind of a, a no-namer guy. Wrong. Last perfect game, Casey? Yeah, I know. Um, can you tell me like a year? August 15th, 2012. Was it 12? Was that far back? Yeah. Gosh, I thought it was more recent than that. Uh, 2012. Did uh, Granky throw one? Nope. Casey played your team, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, Burley. Nope. Wow, what year did Burley throw it if it wasn't 12? How long was that? That was earlier than that, huh? Was it Braden was just a no-hitter, right? Or was it Dallas Braden? I, I'm not sure about that. All it says is the last perfect. Like, it has like, a list it? of the perfect games. Uh, Felix Hernandez. August 15, 2012. Really? Tampa Bay Rays. 1-0. Yep. That's King Felix. Yeah, that makes sense. But my point is, if, if it's such a big part of the game... And, yeah. like, it's such a big deal. That's fair. But, I mean, that's like asking, like, who's the last guy who hit the cycle, too? And the cycle's a pretty unique stat. Yeah, you know? but, 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 I mean, I think in terms of the cycle, or perfect, perfect game's a lot more rare than oh, the cycle that? is. When was Hernandez? It says 2012. Okay. So, Dallas Brayton's was a perfect game, by the way. 2010. Okay. Really? Brayton was that long ago? When was Burley then? Like, 08? It's a good question. All of these against the Rays, by the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, the Rays did stink for a while, man. <laughs> Not in 2010, but yeah. Could it be, could it be a part <laughs> of history? Mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you had Felix Hernandez, Matt Cain, Philip Humber, Roy Matt Halliday, Dallas Braden, Mark Burley, Randy Johnson, David Cohn, David Wells, Kenny Rogers. Kenny yeah. Rogers. 2009 for Burley. <laughs> Found a way to do a little bit of everything, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Chicken and Dennis Gambler. Martinez, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Tom Brown. You know, like, if you really ask the first person that comes to mind, perfect game. What does jump out to you? Does any anyone in particular off that whole list that he just said, or or maybe somebody else? Uh, Burley. If Burley does, yeah. which fits your your, I mean, that would have been when you were like eight, nine, ten years yeah. old, something like See, that. See, to me, it was Randy Johnson because, and I, I can't remember like what year it was, but I remember like I thought there was a like a, a an overall thought that he was getting up there in age playing for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, and he still had, it. and he still had. That's a yeah. good call. For me, it's David Wells. Okay, and I can just I can still see the reaction. Yeah, you know, and. Um, <laughs> kind of a sloppy David Wells. You, after you see them, the jersey's all all untucked and out. So, yeah. uh, but he was good that day well, on the perfect game. Keep in mind that Burley was the Dwayne Wise catch. Remember the catch where he's over the wall? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he saved it back yeah. in. Um, the forgotten Chicago White Sox, huh? Mm -hmm. Burley was unbelievable, too. Yeah, he was. He really, he really was good. You talk about one of the most underrated guys, and there have been a lot of those guys in pitching. Uh, hey, uh, it's a good time right now to... Um, deliver your back-breaking, neck-aching play of the week. And well, how about with a little help from maybe John Sterling?
This Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. <laughs> At the wall. Caught by Tapia. Boy, I thought that was gone. So Stanton got close. He sent Tapia back to the wall to make the catch. And the Yankees come up just empty. That would have tied the game. The Yankees lose. A little premature. The Yankees lose. A little premature. That was awesome. Yeah. Sterling, by the way, very good. Obviously, I don't love him because I have to listen to him say that when the Yankees win. But um, this guy might have done that in the softball game a couple weeks ago. <laughs> this guy meaning me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm also not John Sterling. No, that was man. wild. That was John wild. Sterling's on ESPN Plus right yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was unbelievable, though, because and I didn't realize when he did it when I first clicked on it that that was the end of the game. Yeah. Like, that was the last out of the game. <laughs> so uh, the Yankees did lose that game. That is your uh, back-breaking, neck-aching play of the week where it, well, could have been a tie game. Can I add one just uh, as an honorable mention, please? Sure. Did you guys watch the Timberwolves game? What happened with the lady and the glue? Y- yes, I did see that. What's up with that? Yeah, because the owner doesn't even own the team anymore. Well, yeah, number one. Number two, she used Elmer's. She glue. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, she, she used, like, kids' glue yeah. to try to glue your hand to the court to make a protest. Didn't work, though, huh? Because, yeah. you know, Elmer's. Probably not the best protest. No. Well, I, I would say probably the worst protest of all time. One of the worst. Yeah. Um, it, what was she protesting? She was protesting the old owner about, was it? What was the topic? Do you remember? I, I don't even know. Well, there we go. So there's it, a it was, really it was, bad it, it was, protest. Hey, Brenda. It's a really it bad a, protest. Hey, if we don't know what hey, you're protesting, but we know that you... Crazy lady, okay? But we know that you had Elmer's glue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A-Rod was very confused. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Well, who wasn't confused? Because, like, she was trending. I'm like, what is this lady? I thought she was like a cheerleader or something that fell and slipped. Uh, no, it turns out she tried to glue her hand to the court to make a protest. Uh, so another back-breaking, neck-aching play of the week. Yeah, brought to you by 904 Chiropractic and Injury Center. Uh, they can help you. Just go uh, see Rhett and his team. Uh, three locations, by the way, in the area. On the south side in St. Augustine, newest location on the west side. If you had personal injury due to an accident, look up 904chiro.com. If you need a wellness consultation, maybe massage therapy, look up 904chiro.com. 904 Chiropractic and Injury Center for your... Backbreaking, neck-aching play of the week a couple of times over. Did you see the reaction of uh, everybody caught wind, and I caught this a little late, the reaction to Minnesota um, oh, yeah, winning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a big deal? I mean, what, what, why did no. they take – I kind of <laughs> missed the boat on this. Like, why is everybody – Because it's it like – Because Beverly was crying, like, in well, tears? No, no. So, you know, they were on Instagram Live after the game talking a bunch of smack to the Clippers, you know, and they had a couple choice words, a couple expletives thrown out there. And I just think now, like, it's the cool thing. Like, once you beat the Clippers in the playoffs, it, it is your job. It is your duty as an NBA player to go on Instagram live and absolutely badmouth that team. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Because, what was this, two years, this is the bubble year, right? Yes, when, when, when Paul George was maybe running his mouth a little bit, and then, you know, he played very bad. And then yeah, yeah. I forgot what the team even was, was that, awful that started time. it. I forgot who the team was, but whatever the case... Heat? Nah, it wasn't the Heat. Nah, because it's the West. Yeah, would yeah. it have been the Lakers? No, 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 no. no. I can't remember. Who, Portland? It was Portland. It was 100% Portland. 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 It was Portland, yeah. So Portland beats the Clippers. They, you know, make fun of them and everything. And from that moment, it started to become a like a meme. And it's the cool thing to do. So that's what the Timberwolves are doing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I laughed. Yeah. I mean, calm down a little bit because, you know, you're the Timberwolves. So 
prove something first. But yeah. It was funny. Anything catch your attention about the play-in games that, like, look out? I, I, you know what? I'll yeah. tell you what caught my attention. We were watching a little bit of this game, and I was like, dang, there's a lot of people at the Pelicans game. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, without Zion Williamson, I didn't think there'd be a buzz in New Orleans about that basketball team, but it appears there is. Yeah, yeah. I call that the most underwhelming national TV game of all time. You never heard of anybody on the Spurs, and it's the Pelicans without Zion. So I can't believe anybody went, to be honest. Yeah, that's it, point. Like, I've seen videos of Zion dunking and stuff. Yeah. Is, why yeah. isn't he playing? You know, dunking is yeah. better for the brand, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, he's got to help himself out a little bit. He's got he's he's to get to the game mix somehow. No, yeah, seriously, like, game what's shape. the latest? I, I mean... Well, yeah. by the way, that, that dunk video is from, like, I think a couple... It wasn't recently. Oh, it wasn't a fresh one. I don't think so, no. Oh, but that, okay. that kind of got spread around the internet, but okay. I don't think that was recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess my biggest takeaway so far is the Nets are, you know, they're the Nets. They're who we thought they were. And talk about the Nets-Celtics game, you know, first matchup is going to be, I think, a good, great series. Probably the best series of overall. You know, everybody talks about the Lakers' disappointment, right? Yeah. Is Ben Simmons okay, too? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what what level of what a level of disappointment if the Nets, I mean, I know they go with the play-in game, but yeah. what if they lose in the first round, which they certainly could to a pretty good Celtics team? Yeah. And, I mean, why isn't there a high level of disappointment in what they tried to do, did, didn't work? I mean, from Harden to... To Kyrie, to now Ben Simmons. I mean, I know they're trying. I know they got excuses. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, you took them talk about LeBron being a bad GM. Yeah. Uh, well, the Nets guy ain't doing so well in the last couple of months either. No, for sure. I, I just think that if the Nets don't make it out of the first round, it's going to be because of just the disjointed team that was the, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, I mean, that started with James Harden. James Harden wanted to do things a certain way. Uh, KD wanted to do things a certain way. And they didn't mesh. And then, you know, there was a falling out. Somebody might have lied to somebody else. We don't know the, all the, the behind-the-scenes information, but you just got the sense that there was maybe some drama involved. And keep in mind, we're talking about a Nets team the entire year that didn't really have Kyrie Irving because of the whole, you know, COVID-19 getting the, getting the shot, getting the, you know, the, what do you... Vaccine. What, hey, thank you very much, man. That was a hard word for me, whatever reason. Yeah, but, yeah, harsh. getting the vaccine. So... It just seemed like a team with optics and just kind of drama. It kind of followed the, the Nets all year. And now you have a situation where you did trade James Harden away. You did get Ben Simmons. And nobody knows where Ben Simmons is. Played it. a couple games, couldn't space the floor, and now we don't know where Ben Simmons is. So that, that's another kind of thing about the drama. And then Steve Nash being a head coach, I think there is some criticism there too as well, saying how great of a head coach is he truly. So you have a lot of things coming against you right now. You're taking on a Boston Celtics team that seems to be surging at the very right time. I can't uh, one more uh, on, on the Nets especially. Every time I see Kevin Durant, especially like in an interview or press conference, mm -hmm. I can't figure out like if I like him or not. Hmm. Like, I think he's a really polarizing player. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But I don't think he's like, – he's odd to be polarizing, right? He's great. I mean, he's, he's – there are few people in the history of the game like him, Correct. quite frankly. He's been terrific. He's won championships. He's been clutch. I just don't know if it goes back to the Oklahoma City stuff and picking your team to go to Golden State, not starting your own thing. Yeah. Um, or if it's the way he answers things, kind of point blank, which I think we should respect more than not like. Because that's what we ask people to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's I come after with some. Him. No, he came after some guys in the in the media. Yeah, yeah of course he, he came after does, that, yeah. that uh, like, uh, Ian Rappaport or whatever. He went after, not, not your, uh, Michael, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Thank you. He went after him oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he's definitely kind of like the, the polarizing figure where if he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you probably despise him. But he's where still is a he great though? player. Okay, like Dennis Rodman was was like that, but he, he wasn't like as good as a player Durant, as Durant. Now he no, had, had sure. a huge role. Yeah. Like, where's Durant all time? Is he a top, like, 15 player, top 20 player all time? On scale, Ooh. yeah. But yeah. on what he's done? No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think not right yet. now in the league, I would put him top three. Is that fair? As a player? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Top three. But yeah. how, so I guess how but often is your top three player that's polarizing? Uh, because I mean, LeBron's kind of polarizing. Yeah, LeBron's so. polarizing. And Beat was polarizing for a long time. You know, trust the process. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and by the way, shout out to Milwaukee Bucks for throwing the last two games of the season, getting that three spot, playing the Chicago Bulls instead of the Brooklyn smart. Nets. Oh, mm. very smart. Yeah, Football at five it. coming back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.